Hello, welcome to People Who Are Politicians. I'm your host, Matt Antonelli. Um, I'm going to release a bunch of episodes together. These are episodes that I've recorded over the last couple of months. Um, and to be honest, I just uh, have been really busy and I haven't edited them uh, for a while. And I'm kind of in this little bit of a crossroads where I'm trying to decide if I want to, you know, join a political party or keep doing being independent or do something more with this podcast and journalism or something so um but i thought you know i should i should release these episodes because there's an election in a few days and uh, a lot of these people are candidates in this election and you know gave up their time to talk to me and i kind of only really got back into it recently when i did one with edward carroll who's a candidate in miller and then i thought i should probably get back into this because it's i actually really enjoy the podcasting so um, I'll see how I go. I want to get some more episodes, but it's just fine and find time to edit. So I haven't done a, like a deep edit of these episodes. I've just kind of made sure they sound okay. And, um, I'm going to just upload them all. So there'll be a bunch of episodes that come out at once and I'll probably just use the same intro for all of them. So, uh, I really hope you enjoy the episode. If you do, let me know. And, um, yeah, thanks. Welcome to People Who Are Politicians. I'm your host, Matt Antonelli, and today I'm joined by Dr. Christian Rowan, the MP for Mogul. How are you? I'm very well, and thanks for having me again, Matt. Yeah, thanks for coming back. So um, we'll take this opportunity to kind of like look back on this term and, you know, kind of um, what you're looking forward to if, you know, hopefully if you make government and the things you want to get done in Mogul. So let's start with the electorate itself. Um, could you give us a bit of an overview of, you know, its boundaries, but also like the vibe you get from it as you go around the electorate? Okay, well, it's a, it's a large electorate, about 316 um, square kilometres, um, and there are over 34,500 um, electors. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a great area to represent, uh, going all the way from uh, Chapel Hill uh, out to Mogul, out to Karana Downs, to Upper Brookfield and all of the suburbs that are in between. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel very privileged to have been in this role over the last uh, five years, um, and I'm looking forward to the election on the 31st of October. Uh, because we need a Liberal National Party government um, here in Queensland to get Queensland working again. Uh, there are significant uh, challenges which we've seen um, this year given the COVID-19 uh, pandemic, mm-hmm. um, but it's vitally important that we support um, our economy, uh, that we protect our local jobs, uh, that we build the infrastructure that we need. Um, I've been championing uh, an integrated road and public transport plan for the entire western suburbs over the last uh, five years Mm -hmm. Um, and pleasingly over this term secured 25 million dollars to upgrade uh, the Kenmore roundabout Uh, we're still waiting for the uh, department of transport and main roads and the um, and the minister to get going with that project Um, but it's been pleasing to be able to get that and Mm -hmm. Uh, the LNP's also made commitments, a uh, $245 million commitment to upgrading uh, the Centenary Motorway uh, at the crossing there at uh, Jindalee. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's also policies that we've announced in relation to, um, to public transport um, enhancements and free off-peak seniors travel. So there's, there's many things that, that we've got um, in, the, in, in the pipeline. In, in the pipeline. <laughs> um, should we be successful uh, when it comes to the, um, the 31st uh, of October state election, um, but it's been—it's always great being an elected representative and being able to help community organisations um, over the last three years secure them uh, funding through grants and applications, helping constituents with their interactions with with various uh, government departments, um, and and I thoroughly enjoy it. So let's—you know—you mentioned that you know you, you've been 
doing this job for five years and obviously you've had an idea of what it was like before being in the role so what have you kind of uh what are some aspects that you've of mogul itself that you've really like learned to to really appreciate during your time as its uh, elected official well, I, I grew up in the western suburbs, um, so we, my family, uh, originally moved here in the nineteen the nineteen seventies. So I've had you know a long track record of, of being here. But you know when you move away to university, you know you, you travel to other parts of you know Queensland and overseas. But I think one of the great things that I've come to appreciate um, even more so, given my you know time as the elected representative, is just the um, the power of our community and volunteer organisations, um, and whether it's our local Rotary clubs. Uh, whether it's our volunteers through uh, PNCs, whether it's um, in our environmental catchment groups, we are very fortunate um, in this electorate uh, and across the western suburbs to have people who are, are very engaged and willing to, to give back um, through various community organisations. Um, and so that's something that I've come to appreciate even more so, being the elected uh, representative, of just how many hours uh, and the time that, that, that people give back through those organisations. Um, we've got 11 schools, um, and uh, and again, you know, we've got some teaching staff locally here, and our principals um, who are having an amazing uh, amount of involvement in mentoring and educating uh, our, our children who are coming through both um, primary school and into secondary school. So I feel very fortunate to have that sort of uh, amazing uh, resource, uh, community resource um, that, that that exists. And I suppose having such you know a, a strong you know, group of community clubs and uh, action groups and other things um, must make you know the current situation with COVID, where you know for a while there people were not really allowed to go anywhere. But it must be make life easier for you to be able to tap into those resources to link people up with the supports they need. Yeah, well, it's been it's been an incredibly difficult time for many people. There've been people who've been uh, very nervous and scared, obviously, about the the health implications of of COVID-19, there have been those who've been um, who've been isolated, um, who haven't been uh, as connected in with um, with with other people and their and their community groups. So having that that resource of being able to ask them to assist with reaching out and supporting people, um, sometimes you know getting essential foods or, or, or medicines, or supporting people who may have been um, socially isolated uh, or who might have had. Um, you know, mental health distress. Um, you know, around you know anxiety and, and, and other things. It's been as an elected representative, it's been uh, very important to have those those networks and be able to call upon those networks to provide that that local support. Um, and again, in my you know, not only being the state member for Mogul, but being the shadow minister for um, for communities, disabilities, and seniors. Mm. Um, I, I think again, seeing what we have here locally compared with some other parts of the state which don't necessarily have. Um, as great a, a level of resource, um, it's been you know invaluable to see what we have here locally, and, and I'm very appreciative and thankful to all of those people who've provided and stepped up to the mark in supporting their um, their fellow residents. And with the the shadow uh, ministry portfolios that you hold, that must also you know you get to go around the state a bit more and see how other areas of the state are coping in the same in the same way and bring them back to Mogul. So, um, what are some things you you feel like you've learnt in that in those portfolios that you've had over the last five years? Well, different things in, in, in different portfolios and different things in different parts of Queensland. So again, um, Queensland's a very decentralised um, state, so the level of resources that exist in parts of rural and regional Queensland is not what exists in, say, the southeast corner. So understanding that 
that those people get you know the vital resources and the support that they that they need. I've taken away those things from particular communities um, that, that I've been to. Um, in relation to disabilities, um, there's the ongoing rollout of the National Disability Insurance Scheme, um, and certainly that's a very transformational social and economic scheme that's really empowering and supporting people with, with disabilities. Um, and again, I'm seeing some of the you know, amazing work that's happening um, in, in that space. Um, we're in the middle of Seniors Week this week, mm -hmm. um, so you know that's an opportune time to celebrate our, our seniors. Um, and as I sort of, when I go to like our, our Kenmore National Seniors or to our other um, seniors organisations, um, I always say to them, um, you know, the contribution that they've particularly made to to communities, not only locally here but across Queensland, they've you know they've worked throughout their lives, they've paid their taxes, they've contributed to building. Um, infrastructure, whether it be our schools, our hospitals and our, our, our roads. Um, they've often raised their own children and now are looking after grandchildren. Um, and so um, to see, you know, to see them and to, to recognise their, their contribution and legacy to community is very important as well. And now, um, in coming back to Mogul, because you mentioned, you know, the work that, the, the goals you have for, say, Centenary Motorway and the Kenmore Roundabout. Um, why is, why are those piece of infrastructure so important to this area? Yeah, well, certainly easing traffic congestion um, and enhancing public transport has been one of my great passions for our, our electorate of Mogul and, and across the western suburbs for, for a few reasons. One is that um, there's a social cost of people sitting in traffic. It means that if they're sitting in traffic, they're not getting home safer and sooner. They're, it's time away from, from family, from their children. Um, so there's that social cost. Um, if you're also sitting in traffic, there's an economic cost um, because there's time lost um, mm. with people being in being in traffic, either getting getting to work or, or, or getting getting home from work. Um, and there's also an environmental cost um, because sitting in traffic means that there's there's more emissions and pollution. Mm. Um, and for all of those three reasons, that's why we need to have an integrated road and public transport plan to to bust traffic congestion. Um, and that's what the Liberal National Party um, is committed to. So we need that infrastructure. Uh, to resolve that as well as um, an increase in both public transport and active transport for people who are you know, walking and, and cycling. Um, again, we've had a number of fatalities on Mogul Road um, and there was a Mogul uh, Road Corridor Planning Study which the current government was supposed to release two and a half years ago, the actual study and the solutions, but we're still waiting. Uh, and so I'm very concerned that the current uh, Labor government hasn't um, released the study or funded the solutions because that puts at risk risks the safety of, of local of local cyclists. Um, so there's that side from, from a, a, a traffic congestion perspective. I'm also very passionate about our schools um, and I've announced as part of this upcoming election campaign that a future LNP government has committed to uh, a new hall at Kenmore State High School, a $4 million commitment. And I hope, I hope all of the other parties are going to match that commitment because regardless of who's in government, the 2,000 students at Kenmore State High School need that hall. Uh, and we've also said that we would prioritise the area of Mount Crosby and Karanda Downs when it comes to planning for a new school by the Independent Schools Planning Commission because we know that um, that additional uh, school out that way to service not only those suburbs but some other surrounding suburbs over to Hipswich West is very important as well. And, you know, that having the school out there, like, like you said, sometimes... Um I, I guess sometimes the public might sometimes think, um, you know, if uh, if a liberal person has an idea and 
the Labour part might just say no because it's from a different party. But does it ever frustrate you when you, you know, like a school out west kind of makes sense to me and a new hall at Kemmel makes sense? And does it, does it frustrate you sometimes when you're like, oh, I've got an idea, but maybe it gets dismissed because you're not wearing the same colour? <laughs> yeah, well, I think, I think there, um, people can come up with good ideas. And, yeah. and again, it should always be in the interests of whether it's you know local constituents, whether it's local students, um, you know, whether it's other, so I don't think there's a lot of value in politicising you know infrastructure mm. because infrastructure is needed to support you know the local population. So, um, and that's why I'd say it's very important in this election that all parties um, commit to some of those infrastructure uh, improvements, and whether that's related to busting traffic congestion, whether that's increased uh, school uh, infrastructure, mm. um, because that will support. When it comes to the schools, local students, uh, parents, um, staff, um, and and the broader um, community. So, um, so I'd sort of say, look, at, at, the, at this stage, the only announcements that we've sort of seen locally here in the electoral boggle are via the Liberal National Party. <laughs> I'd love to see, I'd love to see any other candidates and any other parties match those those commitments because they are um, very important. Um, and you know, we've made commitments already to our local creek catchment groups to our Mogul uh, Creek catchment group, our Pullen Pullen Creek catchment group and the Cubbalawitton catchment group of $75,000 to each of those community groups. And again, that's uh, important for ensuring good water quality, uh, doing some environmental and conservation work and, and protecting our unique flora and fauna. Yeah, oh, I, no, I, I was going to give you a chance, like a, um, a bit of a right of reply, if you like, because I had the... Had, your Greens opponent on. I haven't had the... I don't think there is a Labor candidate announced yet. No, there's no Labor candidate announced. Um, yeah. But um, we were talking about the infrastructure... Uh, congestion in the area, and they've obviously got a, a slightly different view on how to solve that. Um, and they were saying that you know, LNP and ALP are all about just adding lanes and nothing else, really. So... Um, I was going to give you a chance to reply to that, but it sounds like you know you've got more than just that as the plan, right? Yeah. Absolutely, we've got plans for um, not only road infrastructure, um, but enhancing public transport uh, and active active transport, ensuring that it's not only about uh, cars, people's private cars, but about public transport, um, our, our buses, also about pedestrians, um, cyclist safety. So it's a comprehensive vision when it comes to an integrated road and public transport uh, plan to ensure that uh, people who want to travel in whatever form have got access and availability. So, and, and one solution won't resolve all of the issues. Um, and it also needs to be across, across the western suburbs because um, our congestion here on Mongol Road um, is also linked to what happens on the, the western freeway and the centenary motorway. Yeah. Um, and there are linkages of our public transport when it comes to people travelling from Mogul who want to get onto uh, a train at Injapilly. Um, so there needs to be coordination of, of timetables and people being incentivised to use public transport when it comes to um, fares uh, and, what they, and what they pay. And you're only able to do that if you've got sound economic management because sound economic management allows you to invest in the road and public transport and active transport infrastructure that you need. And in Queensland, uh, even before COVID, um, debt in Queensland was $91.8 billion. It's now projected to hit uh, $100 billion. Um, before COVID, unemployment was sitting at around 6.2%. It's now projected to hit 8.8%. So there are significant economic challenges that are going to have to be dealt with. 
and they need to be dealt with in order to then be able to invest in the road, the public transport, the active transport um, solutions that we need locally here, as well as an investment in our schools and ensuring our hospital uh, system works and people get the vital services um, that they, they not only want but they need and as close to home uh, as possible. And I guess, and look, there was one other thing that I was going to just have a, have a re- response about, about um, too, was the fact that, um, you know, uh, Mogul has Pullenvale Ward in it and it's got uh, Ryan as the federal seat and it's all LMP and, um, you know, it's probably a bit annoying when you talk to them because they're in government and they can always take a few jabs, I guess, because Julian can get things not get things done, but you know what I mean. He's in a position where he's in government. Um, and so what uh, Lawson said on this was that, uh, you know, because it's such a safe area that it's kind of taken for granted. So uh, maybe could you could speak to, you know, um, how do you not just, you know, get in that mindset of, oh, it's always a safe liberal seat. How do you make sure you're, you're always... Um, fighting for the area regardless of the percent, the margin that you win by. So, so it's a false premise that, that the Greens are putting around around that sort of side of things. I mean, really, you need all levels of government to be working together to deliver solutions. So that's the federal government, the state government and the local government. And if you have alignment with elected representatives who have the shared vision and purpose of what they're trying to achieve, which we do, uh, so between Julian Simmons, who's the federal member, uh, with myself as the state member and uh, Greg Adaman, who's the local councillor, uh, we are all in those elected uh, representative roles at those particular levels. But the one component that is missing is that we need a Liberal National Party government at a state level to be able to work collaboratively and constructively with the federal government uh, and with um, Brisbane City Council across all levels to get the solutions that we need. Now, some examples of that. Um, the federal government, through um, through Infrastructure Australia, has put money on the table in relation to the to the Kenmore roundabout as well as the Indooroopilly roundabout. It was only through the federal government taking that that leadership action, particularly in relation to the Kenmore roundabout, that has forced now, uh, with my uh, assistance, the state government to allocate their fair share, uh, and that's how we've managed to to achieve that. Brisbane City Council is working on the Brisbane Metro, and that will free up buses to be able or additional buses to be able to come to the outer the outer suburbs. So uh, if we're to uh, get an additional investment in infrastructure uh, for our local area, uh, we must elect uh, a Liberal National Party uh, state member uh, who can work collaboratively and constructively in government and hopefully a state LNP government with the federal government and with Brisbane City Council. Um, If you have an alternative, you're likely to get partisan politics coming into it and uh, and a lack of uh, action on the ground, and that's the last thing um, that, that our area needs. And, and, and at a state level, I'd say as well, um, the Liberal National Party has unfortunately not been in government um, in Queensland um, for nearly sort of 26 out of the last uh, 30 years. Um, and that's been to the detriment um, of the western suburbs, and it's been a detriment to an investment in state infrastructure. Well, I was just going to say, I think, um, you know, it kind of makes sense too if you've got three, you know, the three levels of government and three people who are you know, like-minded and um, understand the same issues in the area, they're obviously going to work better together. Like-minded and with a common sense of purpose. Um, so I know with both Julian Simmons and, and Greg Adaman, they understand the importance of, of busting traffic congestion and having solutions uh, to deliver that. Uh, and that's why we are 
uniting in a common purpose when it comes to, um, to ensuring that that's, uh, that's delivered. Uh, and certainly, again, when it comes to our schools, I'm very passionate about um, an investment in our, our schools, as well as uh, protecting local jobs, supporting small business, given the, the current um, COVID-19 um, circumstances, and also easing cost of living pressures. So when it comes to electricity and, and, and water, uh, and also protecting our environment, um, because we do have a unique environment out, out here with um, our natural flora and, and fauna and very uh, rich biodiversity, mm. so close to a large uh, capital city like, like Brisbane is. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, you've got, you know, the mobile electric is quite large. You've got wide open spaces, plus you've got, you know, um, narrow roads. like the, I, And I guess, you know, as you were saying about getting Kenmore and mobile roads, you know, upgraded, that's your main thoroughfare. Like, it's the only way kind of into this area is Mogul Road. <laughs> that, that's right. And that's a legacy issue of, you know, of, of decades and decades where we've got that that one single arterial road um, at, at the moment. But but again, with traffic engineers and planners, there are some, you know, solutions that can be, can be looked at. But it needs to be done in an integrated and coordinated way and one solution won't res- resolve everything. And, um, you know, we mentioned COVID a few times as well. So obviously that's had would have had an impact on businesses in your area. So I thought um, through this might be a good good chance for, you know, if there's people who live in Brisbane and they're maybe they don't want to travel too far at the moment, but they, they want to get around the city and have and check out some local businesses or um, some stuff to do in your area, uh, why should they come check out Mogul? What are some businesses they should come and support? Well, as we were always saying, you know, buy, buy local and shop local and support. So for, you know, for local residents, that's really important that they support um, their local businesses. But we've got a, a diverse range of, uh, of small businesses. So we've got, you know, terrific um, coffee shops. And, you know, here in Kenmore Village, we've got um, uh, Cafe Bliss. Um, we've got Cafe Mockabella out at, out at Bell Barry, just to name, just to name two um, on that, so, that side of things. Um, we've also got um, some terrific, you know, little eateries and, and, and restaurants uh, type, type you know, outlets as well. So they're all they're all good. Uh, many of our uh, dress shops and you know those that are selling clothes again, you know, supporting them is is really important. Um, so we've got some great local butchers, fruit shops um, as well. So I'd sort of say those um, people who are are operating local businesses. Um, uh, and uh, and are supporting local jobs, and we've got you know numbers of young people who are here who live locally who are working in those. If people uh, buy buy local and shop local, they support you know those businesses. They they help to protect um, those jobs, um, and so um, you know I encourage people to do so. Um, last time we spoke, we t- we kind of talked about the um, the legacy. You probably can't remember because it was probably so long ago. The legacy you would you would hope to leave behind the area. So. Um, I kind of flipped it when I talked to Jess Pugh a couple of weeks ago. I, I, instead, I, I think it might be good to hear, you know, if you if you happen to lose, not saying that you will, but let, if you happen to lose, what what would be the, the biggest um, thing that you would miss about this job? Well, I think it's, again, being able to help individual constituents and the support for the community or organisations. So, again when we've worked to secure either uh, government funding or, or work to secure uh, grants, and then what that's meant for uh, infrastructure or supporting, whether it's you know, sporting clubs or community organisations, certainly seeing what that's meant for, whether it be um, you know, students or young, or young people participating in um, sporting organisations or whether it's some of the work that's being done by 
like our Rotary Clubs, they've done a lot of work in relation to preventing uh, domestic and family violence or, or providing support to victims uh, of domestic and family violence. And we all together need to do more when it comes you know, to that as a community, not only locally here but across Queensland. I think it's sort of missing the, uh, it would be missing the, the opportunity to see that great, great work with which you get to see in this, in this job, um, but also helping individual constituents um, with issues that they might have with various departments. Um, and then more broadly, um, I really enjoy being in the parliament and uh, evaluating legislation and legislation which can be you know, either in the benefit of, of, of local uh, residents um, or sometimes having to oppose legislation because you sort of see it not being in the benefit of, you know, of, of local residents. So, um, but as a doctor, you know, I'm very philosophical. You know, you get to help people uh, being a doctor as, as well. Um, and, and so... You've been involved with the, you know, the, on the front lines with COVID as well? Yeah, so I've done some screening for COVID, um, you know, to sort of support colleagues um, as everyone's had to step up. You know, we've got great um, frontline health professionals, whether it be our, you know, our doctors, our nurses... Um, you know, our ambulance officers, there's, there are many people who've been, you know, providing um, that sort of support when it comes to the, to the health side of things. Um, and I think, you know, that's one of the most important, um, you know, messages going forward. We all need to support each other. Um, and that's not only in relation to, to those who, you know, who might have uh, health issues, but also those who are suffering economically, uh, who are socially isolated or whose future is a bit uncertain um, and if we all do that then I'm sure the world will be a better place. And you know and then on the flip side obviously you know, if, if you are lucky enough to be elected and lucky enough that to sit on government benches instead um, what how, how do you think uh, model will look in you know let's say you were lucky enough to have multiple terms how do you think Logger will look in the future. Well, this is one of the you know the key issues again um, in this election in 2020. Uh, the local residents of Mogul have an opportunity uh, to elect a Liberal National Party member who can be part of a state government. Um, and being part of a state government and sitting around the cabinet table allows uh, additional opportunities to invest in the vital infrastructure that we need locally here to have conversations with with colleagues in government. Good afternoon, this is a customer announcement. Could the owner of a silver... Do you want me to go back? Oh, well, um... Oh, where were you even up to, man? Uh, so... Talking about if you you were elected and, um, you know, you got to have multiple terms, the transformation that would occur in Mogul. So this is one of the um, the key opportunities, again, at this uh, this election on the 31st of October, the opportunity to elect a Liberal National Party member in government uh, who can work around the cabinet table with his colleagues to not only get the vital infrastructure that's needed here in the electorate of Mogul but also across uh, the western suburbs and to deliver sound economic management uh, to create and protect uh, jobs, to build uh, traffic uh, busting uh, infrastructure, to deliver better health and education services whilst also uh, protecting our environment and to get Queensland working again, mm. um, and so there's a there's a there's a clear choice at this election um, in Mogul. Uh, the Liberal National Party can deliver those things. Uh, we need to get into government. I want to work with my federal and local council colleagues uh, to deliver that infrastructure and to be a minister in government. Um, and I'm the only candidate who'll be running at this election who has the uh, the potential of being in government to enhance our area and give them the vital additional infrastructure and support that they need and over successive terms 
that can certainly be delivered. And I, and you know, just uh, I guess focusing on something that I'm, I'm hearing there, it sounds like you know it's not obvious, obviously just about the area you represent, but really trying to make that impact on the state as a whole and the western suburbs in particular. Well, that's right. So I'm very focused on delivering what we need for the electorate of Mogul and the western suburbs, but what Queensland needs as well, uh, and Queensland desperately needs a Liberal National Party government to get Queensland um, working again, uh, to ensure that jobs uh, are created and protected, that there's sound economic management, uh, that we get the vital uh, health and education and other services that, that are needed. We've seen some terrible things over this term in relation to child safety as one example, uh, and that needs to be resolved. Um, once and for all, there are serious issues to do with water security um, and ensuring that we have uh, water for not only um, our population, but also for our industry, for agriculture, um, and also for for our other uh, resources sector is, is, is very important. And it's only a Liberal National Party government um, that has the, the vision, uh, the plans, the policies, and the solutions to be able to deliver this in partnership uh, with the Morrison Federal LNP government, uh, and also more locally with um, the Liberal National Party Brisbane City Council. Well, I think that might be you know a good place to end. You know, You've, you've sold yourself at the end there, the, the LNP and, you know, why people should vote for them. Um, so I will put in the episode description where people can find you and contact you and, you know, if they have any questions about your campaign and the things that you're running for. But thank you so much for catching up with me. And it's always great to catch up with you, Matt, and thanks again for the opportunity.